Today on Stuff You Should Know About Therapy, we talk about communication and how to increase trust. Welcome back, everyone. In continuing this month's focus on communication, I want to talk today about having trust in our conversations. Trust that what is being said is honest and truthful. I will be discussing later on in this series about honesty and making sure that what we are saying is both true and respectful. Giving someone our trust is a very vulnerable activity, whether we realize it or not. It not only strengthens the relationship between those communicating, but it also strengthens us internally because we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and receiving a positive outcome from that vulnerability. Giving our trust to others is truly empowering. As funny as it sounds, being trusting, for better or for worse, is one of the most vulnerable things we can do. Take a look at many of the court cases involving rape, kidnapping, if someone is scammed out of their money. One of the common denominators of all of these is that the victim trusted the perpetrator. Now, I don't say this to scare anyone, but I think we take it for granted how truly vulnerable trust can be. So what does trust look like in healthy communication? It is taking what the person is saying at face value. There have been times where this trust has backfired on me in the therapeutic setting. For example, when I have clients that are dealing with any type of compulsion, one of the first things I do is check in with them regarding their sobriety. If a client tells me sobriety is going well and that they haven't had any relapses, I believe them. Not because I am ignorant or gullible, but because I truly hope that what they are telling me is the truth. Most of these clients have had a family member or loved one that does not believe them for various reasons. As a therapist, I don't want to be another person who doesn't trust my client or someone who my client can't trust. So, if they tell me they are sober, I believe them. Now, there have been times where a parent, spouse, or loved one comes in on a following session and informs me that my client has not stayed sober at all. I typically follow this up by processing with my client why they felt the need to hide their relapses from me. But I also 
follow it up with this question. Why did you feel the need to hide this from me? What can I do to increase your trust in me? Usually, the reason why individuals are not honest in their conversations is because they feel guilt or shame with regards to the subject of the conversation. So if they simply say what others are wanting to hear, it will make the conversation go much, much smoother. It is important to be someone that others can trust. As I have mentioned previously, typically we strive to avoid hard conversations because they are difficult. But showing empathy during these conversations is a way to show our trust in what others are saying. For example, saying something along the lines of, I know it must be difficult to tell me because you don't want to hurt me, but I am here to help you. I can't do that if you are not truthful with me. Showing someone they can trust you allows them to open up and be vulnerable as well. Acts like these allow for mutual trust to be shown, which in turn strengthens not only the relationship, but also the level of communication that goes on between those involved. Trust in and of itself shows strength. Both personal strength and strength in the relationship of those we are communicating with. We look at trust building exercises such as trust falls, and we may joke about them from time to time, but there is a hidden beauty as how that trust builds strength between those involved. This strength allows us to continue our vulnerability because we know that we can trust those we are communicating with. In my previous example of trusting clients at face value, I talked about why I do that. I want to continue this example and experience. Because I take these clients' word at face value, they are more inclined to trust me. I've shown them that they can be trusted, at least with me. So the next time there is a relapse, these clients can be vulnerable, and most are honest and upfront about their relapses from there on out. Not only does this strengthen the relationship, it also strengthens the client. It shows them that they can be honest and they can be truthful. When we know that we can be trusted, it gives us the strength to have hard and vulnerable conversations. It allows us to grow as individuals because we increase 
our value for ourselves and for others. When we are able to increase our personal strength when it comes to having healthy and effective communication, our entire sense of self-worth and connection increases. Knowing that is a very empowering thought. When we know we can be trusted, it empowers us in a way that not many other activities can. As I mentioned earlier, trust is one of the most vulnerable things we can give someone. Knowing that we are trusted by others gives us confidence and strengthens us in a very positive and personal way. Trust is not something that is given easily. Rather, it is something to be earned. This is true even in something as basic as communication. Very few people sit down with someone they've just met outside of a therapeutic setting and tell them their whole life story. This type of vulnerability and trust needs to be earned, needs to be nurtured, and needs to be respected. It is not something to be toyed with. Knowing that we have earned the respect of someone who can be truthful in any situation should be valued. For my clients who are dealing with various compulsions have not always been truthful in the past. But once they are vulnerable enough to tell me the truth, that space for them has now become sacred. It empowers them to not only continue to be truthful, but also to work towards their goals because they now know they have a place where they can be honest and be accountable, knowing that they will not be judged or looked down on. These types of clients have the biggest success when it comes to staying sober in the long term. Knowing that others can come to you because they trust you and they know that you will be honest with them is one of the best gifts that we can give. When we model this for others, we are showing them that they too can become the type of person others will trust and be open with. It truly is amazing what trust can do to increase communication and commitment in individuals. When we empower others by showing them that they can trust us, we allow others to not only be vulnerable, 
but also allow them to open up themselves for increased communication. The more trust we allow to enter into our communications with others, the more healthy, open, and honest conversations we will have. This trust allows us to stay out of resentment longer and stay out of resentment with more individuals. So, what does increasing trust in communication look like? The answer is simple. It's up to you. I hope that these tips have been helpful for you. If you have any questions about anything that I've discussed today, please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And please remember, until next time, that's stuff you should know about therapy.